Yo, what up, everyone? Welcome yet again to another episode of Jump the Sharp, your favorite sports betting podcast. Back here another week, and it is time to ramp shit up. We are pumped. Football season is officially on us. I'm Hollywood Hagen. That is the Woodman, David Woody. What's up, big man? What's up, dude? Um, we have uh, we are coming at you tonight, guys. On Wednesday night, it is absolutely bonkers weather. Uh, so hopefully, we have no interruptions here. Um, we yes. we're still soaked to record. I hope that everything's cool. Um, we got tornado warnings. We got uh, thunderstorms. I got lightning. We got floods. We got all kinds of stuff. So hopefully, everything's cool. But uh, excited to talk to at least two sports, probably maybe three. Uh, tonight with Brian. Technically two sports, but two sports. three realms of three sports, leagues. Three well, leagues. But, yeah. Three uh, no bullshit what the Woodman said. There could be an amber alert to your eardrums at any minute. I've had like three. Oh, I yeah. we were in we were in our basement. Me and the kids right before bed. We had the tornado warning all the way up until well, past their bedtime, technically. We Jeez. hunkered down, did our thing. Watch Cecily Tynan on the news do her shit and uh, act like she's really smart. And uh, but Adam Joseph, that man, that man gives you the info you need and doesn't think that you know no push up bra. You know what I mean? Local uh, local Philly uh, uh, meteorologist uh, information. <laughs> yeah. Cecily Tynan's a joke. All right. Anyway, um, this is our NFL. What's that? What do you want to say? Go ahead. Back up, Cecily. I mean, I know. I, I I was just gonna say I don't really disagree. Yeah, no. Like, I'm on Adam your Joseph side here. Badass. Yeah. yeah, he's really good. You know, they're losing David Murphy. He's retiring. Anybody? Anybody? People from all around Stossel? the world listening to the show. We're talking about six ABC and Phillies meteorologists. Is Did John Stossel still around? Wow. Yeah. Is he still kicking around? Was Jim O'Brien? Ah, oh, no. Sorry, that's not. Ah, uh, come on. Just All joking. Right. Philly, My mom loved that dude. Philly area jokes. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> Not a joke. It was no. Okay. NFL future special here. <laughs> what a little awful juju to start this show. I yep. hope these pan out after that uh, ill-humored attempt at skydiving. Anyway, uh, NFL sp- future special. Let's go, David. What are you shaking your head about? <laughs> Yo, this is Jump the Sharp episode number 43, better known as the Dennis Eckersley episode. All right. Remember we said we were going to do this when then we didn't for two months? Oh, yeah. Last week should have been Jackie Robinson. There you go. Of course, it would have been the Jackie Robinson episode or the Toby Borland episode. Um, but nevertheless, others who wore 43. Uh, I would have had to insist on Jackie yeah. Robinson. <laughs> yeah, over Toby Borland. I think so. <laughs> R.A. Dickey episode today. Uh, he was so much fun. He was great. He was delightful. You know, uh, how about a Brad Doherty episode today also? Oh, man. Right. Randy Wolf episode going on right now, ladies and gentlemen. Former Philly pitcher. Rick Sutcliffe episode, David. Let's go over to the uh, pigskin. Darren Sproles episode today. Uh, well, he was so 43. much fun, man. Uh, Raul Mondesi episode, baby. Hell coming yeah. at you. Another fun player. Probably the best number 43 of all time, a Troy Palomalu episode oh, here. But we can't end on a penguin. We're going to end on a, well, probably like a ranger, better known as, but a flyer goaltender, ex-flyer goaltender, Martin Biron episode. A little Martin Biron. Mm. There's some number 43s for you, ladies and gentlemen. That jumped the sharp on Twitter. Big thanks to our boy Luke Patrick over at FantasyDocOC for the bad-ass, listen, that was a show and a half last week. 
if you guys have some uh, fantasy drafts coming up this weekend, like I know a ton of us do, this that episode is still very, very fresh to dive into and can give you some uh, – unfortunately, a couple of the guys went ahead and got IR'd or, or at least uh, pup-listed, but – um, we have like a good hour of straight fantasy badass talk, and you guys should definitely check it out. Luke Patrick, the man. All Just about in terms of podcasts. like content, I feel like it's one of the best hours we've ever put out. For sure. Like got really good feedback on that. Like, yeah, we got really good feedback. And like, I just think like he's so good at what he does, and I do feel like he vibed well with us, and like we brought a lot of good stuff out of him. It was just really good. If only we could hear his beautiful voice again on this show. Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. We will see. It might not be the only guest voice. Folks, we're coming at you with, um, we're going to be doing our picks here in a second. Then we're going to get into some futures action. The Woodman and I are just going to go boom, 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 coming at you with uh, from all different sides of the NFL uh futures bets but we're yeah. also going to have some jump the sharp alum not just luke patrick we're going to have other wonderful people that we've had on the show come back just for some uh quick tidbits on their favorite nfl futures bet or bets of the year so we're really pumped and cannot thank everybody for really taking a, a minute or two and helping us out this week with some uh and everybody else there with some badass information did you give them the option if they wanted to do more than one they can do more than one? I just, no, I just kind of gave them a heads up. Like here, you know, I, basically I was saying, give us your favorite future. And I think everybody did, except for, we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get okay. to it. All right. We might, look, it's it's what are we drinking time. I might need to do that for our picks. And then once that guy does his little, you know, tidbit, I might need a what are we drinking for that as well. Because it's probably a show in and of itself. But nevertheless, love you, Joe. Um, Woodman, what are you drinking? All right. So um, I actually saved the uh, the cracking for uh for your benefit this let me beat you to it yeah oh, nice to so this is called they're called jersey girl all right the brewery right and this is a they call it king gambrinus i think i'm saying that right brianus king, i like that yeah gambrinus or gambrinus and it's a Belgian triple. It's a big boy. It's serious. You this this guy ain't fucking around. Belgian but triple. Yeah, what it's a Belgian you? triple. But it's Jersey girl. Uh, you know, I, I've been trying to buy local, and I had one of these the other night. It's very, very good. Well done. Well done with it your like, timing um, on the pop top. If anybody has ever had like Duvel, this tastes a little bit like a Duvel. So it's from Jacksonville. Or no, that's Duval. Sorry about that. Uh, Duval is from uh, Belgium. I don't like any beers you can't pronounce. You don't even know how to fucking say it. Well, I just said Duval. Well, that, but prior. You know Jersey, what I do know how Jersey to say? Jersey girl? <laughs> no, there's something you chip bag. You know what I do know how to pronounce? North Sky. Okay, that's what I'm drinking. North Ooh. Sky. A stout. From Allagash. So you heard uh, last week, I told you when I went on vacation up in Maine, uh, our boy Muscles Marinara putting out the red carpet there. And another name we might hear from this episode. We'll see about that. Um, Allagash, normally known for their lighter. Uh, what's the term? Um, yeah, they have that They have that Belgian-style wheat beer. Yeah, Belgian it's, wheat beer. It's Belgian-style wheat. Yep. I think so it's they- called... Um, Oh, I don't remember what it's called. Their normal is the um, Allagash, I forget. Uh, but nevertheless, this one is the is North Sky, and it's a stout. So when I went up to the John and I saw that they had a stout, I said, God, try that, big stout guy. 
very big fan of stouts. And, and what look, I told you last week when you were talking about that brewery. Look, at, dude, it looks like a bowling ball. You find like a 16-pound ball in the corner of the fucking I wish lane. you guys could see it. It literally looks like a bowling ball. It's amazing. Mm. Um, and I what I told you last life. week, Liver Lips, when you were telling me you went up to Allagash, was I said, <laughs> I said, it's one of my favorite breweries what in America. What don't you because, fucking understand? Yeah, thank you. Because <laughs> I've tried, I think I've tried about three, four, five different beers that they make over the years, many years, and I've loved them all. They never miss Allagash. Yeah. They're just a really good brewery, man. Yeah, and I guess they're anti-IPA. Not in a bad way. I mean, go for it. But if you, what you make is good, keep a making. Oh, yeah. Do they not make any IPAs? That's true. I never had one. They didn't have one there, and I believe yeah. I was, I, I don't know, I was three sheets, but I believe uh, almost three sheets. But I think I, I talked to the one guy about their IPAs. It's like, yeah, no, we haven't instituted an IPA yet. Not to say we won't, but that's that. That's you know what I like? You know what I want to do? I want winners. I'm going to make some dough this week. <laughs> yeah, baby. Time to make some dough. And um, guess what? We're doing an NFL future special. Yes, we are. Those are special on that. But also, pigskin's back for the former amateurs. You know what I mean? Used to be used to be amateurs. Now they're making, what, a million dollars a year as long as you're a quarterback for Alabama. Is that how much they make? I don't know. Well, it's not necessarily like a, a you sign and you make this, but now they're you can they, the college players can do what endorsement deals and shit. I mean, technically they're supposed to be amateurs. Fuck's sake, man, you're amateur. But not so much anymore, Christian. Well, we'll, they are badass money makers now. Look out! But college football's back, and I'm gonna come at you with three fucking college football picks. But starting what, man? starting right now. But no, oh, you want me to do it? Do it, do it. Oh, this dude. All right, let's go, baby. I want, you know I should make a a bet of music for next week because I'm so pumped to just talk fo- football in general. Yeah, I, obviously we are because we've kind of tried to find an excuse to do it almost every episode over the summer. We're like, come on, let's try and do NFL Week One. We did in May. Like, come on, we we just everybody loves football, but even college. Some people love it, some people don't. I'm on the love it <laughs> side. It's not necessarily we don't have cough buttons. Sorry, guys. It's not necessarily like. Uh, as much of a love as I do with the NFL, but I still do love it. Um, I'm going to do these really quick because, to be honest with you, I know that a lot of you folks listening to the show probably don't dive into college, not necessarily on a betting side, but as the knowledge for college sports, especially college football, isn't there right away. You don't know who the fuck C.J. Stroud is, do you, Woodman? No. If I ask you what team to see, you know what I mean? So people, if if you're not like a big-time college football fan, you're not aware of these people until maybe a few weeks in, then the Heisman shit starts up and blah, 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 blah. But I'm just going to give you what I feel going in because I do know some of the shit um, heading into the season. And C.J. Stroud happens to be the quarterback for Ohio State. So, so here's what I'm going to do, a little something funky. Uh, show's being recorded on a Wednesday, not a Thursday, which means the show will be available Thursday morning. You know how and Woodman, I don't know how if you're if you're still going to do just the day after picks. So if all your baseball picks are going to be for Thursday, but I'm going to go ahead and give everybody a little bit of a nice weekend of college sports here, mm. college football. Let me give you a Thursday night game, then let me go ahead and give you a Friday night game, then let me go ahead and give you a Saturday game. How about that? And maybe if we get win win win, we can all make some chick dens. Here we go. Ohio State is at Minnesota. Uh, I do like Ohio State in this game. But the line's a little much. So I think it's uh, almost 14 right now. 
Minnesota can play well at home at times. However, I like the over on this game, 62 and a half. It's actually come down from 65. Might give you a little bit of pause. Not this cat. Minus 108 for that. OSU is stacked. I know, you know, everyone thinks that every NFL draft, there goes Ohio State's players. Not necessarily. Not this year especially when it comes to their main, main talent on the offense. The wide receivers, arguably the best in the country. And their running back is badass as well. The only question mark right now is the quarterback, and C.J. Stroud is their quarterback, but he, he he won the job legitimately, and he's seventh in preseason Heisman betting odds. So, I mean, the dude's seventh in preseason Heisman. He's not going to be shit. Um, but, and they also had the number two recruit, recruit class in all of college. A top ten offensive la- uh, offense last season was the Buckeyes. Minnesota didn't play last year because of this COVID shit. Back mm. in 19, they scored. Now, granted, it's two years ago, and in college, that can mean a world of difference. So take this as you will. But they scored over 30 points in 11 of their last 12 games in, in, in 19. So basically, the whole season, they scored 30 fucking points or more. This game's going over 62 and a half. The over is 4 0 in the last four Minnesota September games and 5 and 1 in the last six Minnesota home games. On the Ohio State side, let me give you a couple more trends. Trends. There's a D in there. Four, one, and two. Ohio State uh, and the over hits in the last seven games, and four, one, and one. The over hits. Ohio State when they're on the road as a favorite. So there's a lot of trends leaning that way too. Public's betting it down. That's fine with me. Maybe it'll be better by tomorrow night. By the time you guys hear this, don't let it uh, get to you guys. The 65 coming down to 62 and a half. Get it at minus 108 right now. Give me Ohio State, Minnesota over. Uh, 62 and a half. Friday night, the Duke Blue Devils. You think basketball, uh, you probably should because they sucked last year. Only two wins. But you know who else sucked? Those Charlotte 49ers. All right. They, they only had two wins last year, too. They only played six games. But nevertheless, Duke is favorite going at Charlotte. Uh, it's minus five and a half. And that's a, a minus 114 on your juice there. Both teams struggled last season. But Duke has talent. They got a lot of young talent. Their coach is very excited about their practices so far. They have a, a bunch of, like, they can uh, substitute like the Eagles did when they won the Super Bowl that year, Woodman. What do they do with that D line? They have like eight starters, and they would just keep everyone fresh. Bring, you know, every uh, down here, uh, four guys come on, four guys come off. Then two guys come on, two guys. Then the other two come on and come up. I'm nodding my head and grinning like an idiot as if our listeners can hear me do either of those two things. (laughs) But yes, totally. The Eagles absolutely do that. And it's been a very effective thing. Now you can do it ineffectively too, such as the way that Chip Kelly did it. Right. Mm -hmm. But, but important to note when he did that in college, it sure worked. There you go. That is a great note right there. Now, when, granted, what you said about your nodding, I also didn't necessarily give you the, uh, you know, the time, uh, as one might, as one might say. Don't know if I have enough time. All right, let me go ahead and put it up, put another one out there, another little tidbit on this game. Last time Duke played Charlotte it was last season. Duke only won fifty-three to nineteen. All right, give me Duke minus five and a half at Charlotte. Well, that's Friday night game, ladies and gentlemen. Move on to Saturday. You're like, dude, Duke and Charlotte. Like if I'm going to be putting money on something, give, give me a, give me like a team I know. Yeah, but he wants you to. I mean, in fairness, he he wants you guys to enjoy your Friday night as well. Right. Make some dough. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, Oklahoma. Okay, Oklahoma. Here's a, you want to jump the sharp. You want to jump the sharp special. 
Well, here's how you jump the shark. You take a team that's given 31 and a half goddamn points. All right. Boomer Sooner, Oklahoma, minus 31 and a half at home versus Tulane. That line's only – it's almost even money, minus 104. You know why this jumped out to me? Mm. You know why this really jumped out at me? Guess where this game was supposed to be? Do you know where Tulane is located in the country? New Orleans. This game was supposed to be at the Superdome in New Orleans. It's supposed to be in Tulane. This is technically still a home game, but the NCAA said, okay, well, if it's not going to be in Tulane – Which it can't the, be because, because of, of Hurricane Ida. Yeah. Let's go ahead and just fucking put it in the opponent's – spot one of the <laughs> hardest places to play in 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 the country in norman norman oklahoma and call it a home game still for you tulane technically this is still a home game really doesn't seem very fair game was supposed to be in tulane so oklahoma has won one eight straight to end the 2020 season the number one favorite for the heisman vote right or for the heisman trophy going into this campaign quarterback for oklahoma spencer rattler ended the season on fire last year uh, Oklahoma's defense had 14 turnovers in their last six games last year. I just think, look, you, here's what I love about football. What did I used to make a lot of dough on last year? I, I did about the emotional side of the things, right? These are all stats, and that's fine. Oklahoma has a shit ton of returning starters coming, too. They're the number two two team going into the season behind Alabama right now. But the emotional side of things. Think about your Tulane. You're practicing. You start practicing in the spring. You know that the first game of the year is against arguably the best team in the country. You know, Alabama, Clemson might have something to say about that as well. But top three team in the country. You're getting pumped up. Here we go. Mom and dad are coming to the game. Uh, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna be in a Superdome in New Orleans. Our fans are going to be there. Here we, and then boom, Hurricane Ida. Now you have to go to Birmingham, Alabama, you know, right before the storm hits a couple of days ago. And you got to practice there. And then you got to go up to Norman, Oklahoma to play a home game in Oklahoma on their campus. Yeah. They're getting demolished. That's I'm sorry. Tough. It just fucks with your head. It's just in a tough spot. Yeah. And I look, I don't want to, like, I'm not trying to, like, benefit off of, uh, but you just got to read the tea leaves sometimes. Would you be happy doing that? Would you be up to play that game, as they say? No. And you'd also be, on top of everything else, you would also probably be distracted wondering if your, like, dorm was, like, going to be underwater when you got back to it. There you go. That's right. That's right. Well, I mean, not if you're on the second or third floor, but true, true. Just saying. Yo, so Thursday night, Ohio State, Minnesota over 62 and a half. Friday night, Duke minus five and a half at Charlotte. Saturday, Oklahoma minus 31 and a half at home versus Tulane. That or my th- that is my three picks. Yo, plus 609, three teamer parlay alert. Getting six to one on your dough if you want to go ahead and parlay that, John. Giddy up. Woo, college, baby. We're back. That was fun, man. That was really fun. Yeah, we had a blast. I... Now, baseball. Let's yes. get down to business. <laughs> yes, uh, our game, the greatest game. Um, So I don't have a number on my number one choice. It's not. It doesn't exist. I looked on Vegas Insider. I mean, I here, I'm just going to hit refresh on the page right now. It's still not up. Okay. And it's for tomorrow? It's for tomorrow night. So that's unusual. You know, I'm looking on FanDuel. It's not on there either. Um, I haven't checked DraftKings. You could check if you want. So it's the Phillies. Well, thank you. It's the oh. Phillies. Um, the You know, the Phillies have won five straight. The Nats have lost four straight. The Nats have one of their worst, maybe their worst starter uh, going. Yes, they're at home. 
Okay. But I actually almost like that even better that the Nats are at home, that I'm taking the road team because you often get a better number. And if you're that sure of who's going to win the game, give me the better number, right? Um, on top of everything else, the Phillies have Aaron Nola going, and I've watched his last few starts. You know, there's this narrative among Philly fans because he's had, I believe, twice this year, maybe three times. He has pitched really, really well and then given up a big inning. And Phillies fans like to say that that's what he, quote-unquote, always does. First of all, he's done it like two or three times for the whole year. Yeah, It I sucks disagree. when he does it. I give you that, sure. Mm-hmm. but like, And it sticks out in your head. But that's not really who he's been. And by the way, his ERA for the year is like 280. Like He's really, really good. He's having a great year. Man. He's awesome. He's, a, he's an ace. He's yeah, really- it's very strange. He can't find it anywhere. Is it because it got – It was he was supposed to play today, Nola. This is supposed to happen today and got rained out. I think that's what happened, man. Aaron Nola with Paolo so Espino. I'm not finding the line. I'm sure it will be available tomorrow and we'll be Let able to – Let me just say this. This was supposed to take place at 7.05 this evening. It got rained out. It will take place tomorrow. I don't know if it's going to be a doubleheader or whatnot, but the original line for this game today yeah, what was it? Philly minus 135. Like, let's go. Yeah, see, I love that. Oh, wait, I'm that. sorry. That was when it opened at. It got bet up to minus 160. Still, okay. give it. Let's yeah, go. Still good. And and maybe it'll be back to closer to the, whatever it is. I, I'm still on it. Uh, I kind of regardless. I, it'll be a minus. You know, they're not going to get a plus. But they're on the road. So it'll be nice, I think. Yeah. Um. So that's my one That's a, that I feel the most confident. The the Phillies are just on a heater. Um. You know, he's just good. And the Nats are in free fall, and they kind of only – at this point, like they literally have like one good player left. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> wow. They traded everybody away. Well, what are you going to do? You know, <laughs> give everybody the Dodgers. So, you know, what are you going to do? Okay. Um, and they have – and the Nats, on top of everything else, the Nats have one of their worst starters going. Guy, I didn't even know his name. I had to yeah, look Paolo him Espino. I don't know he's who the not fuck good. that is. He stinks. I looked up his – he's no good. So, so that one's that's an easy one for me. Um, whatever the line winds up being, you know, one forty, one fifty, one sixty, something like that. My second one is a team that I promised early in the year I would never bet on, Uh-oh. but this is just too good. It's hmm. just too good. The Tigers have lost four in a row. Struggling. The A's have won three in a row. They have who I think is definitely their best pitcher on the mound, Frankie Montas. He's really good. He's a younger guy. He throws really hard. He's a uh, actually you'd like him, dude. He's very likable kind of. Um, he like reminds you like I like likable people. Yeah, he's really likable. He, he reminds you a little bit of like uh, like on the mound, kind of like Marcus Stroman a little bit, but like if he right. threw harder, you know. Um, he's a, he's a good. He's a really good pitcher. They're in Detroit, so I get a better number. If see, if this game were in Oakland, we'd be at you'd be looking at like minus 220, 230, something like that. I'm getting minus 161 here. All right. I'm feeling great. Give me that. Um, like I said, the A's have won three, Tigers have lost four. That I'm betting into the streaks. I think they could keep going. Okay. At least at least through tomorrow. You know, and then maybe you know. Whatever. I'm not I don't look past them. So so maybe, you know, over the weekend these teams' fortunes change. But for now, I'm betting into the streaks. And I'm gonna do it again for the third one. Let's go. Let's hear it, baby. It's the Rays. The Rays are at home. Love They're the facing Rays. the Red Sox. They have won nine in a row. Jesus. It's going to ten. It's minus one sixty four. I can't believe Man, I you're get right that on number. that. You're like right on that. I am. It's awesome. 
I am. The Red Sox have lost three, and honestly, the whole second half of the year, they've been absolutely atrocious. Basically, all of July and August, all that, all that dominance that that I saw in them, the that that team that just had this really unstoppable offense and just enough pitching and defense. Uh, you don't see any of that, dude. They keep losing. They're 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 falling totally out of the race. Uh, it's you know the Red Sox are, are in, in kind of a free fall. Um, and the Woodman went two and one last week in his baseball yeah. picks. Badass. I had I to even us out, and I apologize about that. But I apologize to you, Woodman. I All think right. I, I definitely go two and one again, if not three and zero. Oh. I feel really good about these three. I I'm, I'm I am sorry they're all favorites, but I think I got them. Uh, plus three twenty four on my parlay calculator that I just m- mocked up here, my nice. friend. Yeah, not too shabby. So uh, that'll that that'll be the picks, the six picks as far as our normal picks of the week. And we kind of purposely went ahead and ran through those quickly because we know we're about to have some fun. We're about to have a good. What, David? Are we having a good time? We are having a good time, Bri, and I am so excited. We each chose. Can I tell the audience? Okay. Sure, please. We each chose. Uh, we wanted to limit ourselves to three, just for now, knowing that we're probably going to both give a lot more, like yep. next week and the week after that, and and, and this week, <laughs> and, and this week, and also like that we'll Couldn't probably also do. Like last year, we started doing this podcast in the middle of the year, and we still gave futures bets throughout the season like right. do you know what i mean like we'd be like oh you know what the i think at one point we were like the the chiefs are looking really good like maybe you should throw a futures bet on them you know so we'll, we'll always be doing that it's week a constant seven thing was our first there show you go. so week seven of every football year will be our anniversary huh nice nice and that's sweet. But well, let's go uh, to so, get a goddamn snack. <laughs> we'll get a goddamn snack and, and enjoy ourselves. So for this week, we're each gonna just limit ourselves to three for now and then maybe some honorable mentions or something. But the basically we each chose one team futures bet, one individual futures bet, and one long shot. Something that's you know, you get and nice. Dare we call it the Hail Mary? Remember I'd have the Hail Mary parlay every yes, week. Let's yes. call these the Hail Mary. Future. Futures bet, yeah, for the NFL, yeah, man, beautiful. So yeah, one player, one player bet, one team bet, one hail mary bet, and uh, I might not do one of each. But before you know, because we're gentlemen, right? We're, we're gentlemen here. So before allegedly. we go ahead, we're allegedly right. You insensitive asshole. That's probably more like it. But we're gentlemen. I would like to think, in deep down in our heart and soul. So before the uh, before we go ahead, let's uh, always ladies first, right? Woodman, isn't that oh, how we? Especially in the bedroom, but even even just in general. Jesus Christ! <laughs> wow. Let's get down to business. All right. Thank you, Rick, for that segue. We're but having, we do want to give we're a, having we're having fun a good, on the podcast. We're having a good time. What's up, women? Can't parlay. Thank you so much for uh, giving us a. a a little uh, insight to a futures bet that our fine friends over at Women Camp Parlay, the awesome podcast that you guys know uh, we tout all the time, uh, good friends of ours. And uh, they went ahead and wanted to tell us what their favorite futures bet of the year is. So let's hear from Jess and Rainey from uh, Women Camp Parlay. Hey, Jump the Sharp. It's Women Camp Parlay coming to you live from Hot Mess Headquarters. We <laughs> are giving you an NFL prop that you asked for, and we are going to go with uh, Micah Parsons for oh. Defensive Rookie of the Year. 
plus 500. You know it. We love him. We're watching Hard Knocks. We can see his passion. And I think there's a lot of value there. I think he's going to get it. And looking forward to talking to y'all again. Thanks for including us. Definitely. Hey, thank you girls so much at women can't parlay. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, um, Michael Parsons linebacker from Penn state who they drafted after we, you know, traded with them basically. And if you guys remember our NFL draft preview show, I thought he was just the, one of the most overrated, highly touted linebackers in the last five, 10 years coming out. I have not watched a single lick of hard knocks, uh, partially because of my craziness in my life right now, and also partially because I don't think I have HBO. I'm pretty sure I don't. I don't know. I can but give you my login, man. If let's do that. It. All yeah. right. A little yeah. bit of piracy on air here. Never hurt anybody. But, sure. uh, here, but let me, yeah, let me I mean, look it up I'm, so I can read it on the air here. I'm not. Yeah, go for it. Everybody wants. <laughs> and it'd be like history. It'd be a whole bunch of softcore movies from. <laughs> You know. And also, like, it should be like, you logged in from 60 cities at once. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Michael Parsons, plus 500, defensive rookie of the year. Good, good, good you know, good value. Um, it's good value. I, I, would love, I would like to know how many linebackers have won rookie of the year, defensive yeah. rookie of the year. Yeah. But. Um, well, or, or uh, what position usually wins. Yeah. Right, I'm going to look it up. Let's see. Defensive Rookie of the Year. Let's see. All right. So uh, Chase Young last year. Deservedly. Deservedly that Bosa as well. Yeah. Also very deservedly Darius Leonard, which was a linebacker. So the last time, 2018. Okay. Lattimore, cornerback Joey Bosa, D-end. Marcus Peters, Aaron Donald, Sheldon Richardson. So that's all D-line. So it's uh, inside linebacker Luke Keekley, Yes. Then Von Miller. So linebackers do win. Okay. Before that, Brian Cushing, Jared Mayo. Patrick Willis, D'Amico Ryan, Sean Merriman. So you're, you're just wow. reminding me of how great some of these linebackers have been. We've been we've like been like a golden age of linebackers. Like Keekley and Von Miller alone, I, they were at their peak. Man, they were that's as good as it gets. Man, let me go ahead and run this off real quick. Starting with Erlocker in 2000, up to let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 11, 12, 13. So 11 of 13 years from 2000 to 2012, linebackers won defensive rookie of the year. So wow. let me go ahead and eat my own dirt shit talk earlier. Okay. You guys are really on to something here. Um, if a linebacker is going to win rookie of the year, then maybe it is the fucking first linebacker taken in a draft. Good on you at plus 500 getting value there, ladies. Yeah. I will never talk bad about your picks again. That's a good pick. Good job. Um, that was awesome. Thank you, girls, for for sending that in. We really appreciate it. Look forward to doing some business with you in the future. Uh, Woodman, do you want to go ahead and give a futures right now that you like? Sure. Um, which one do you want? You tell me, brother. That was a mix between brother and bubba, and I went brother. <laughs> brother. Let me get another. <laughs> um, okay, I'll do the. I, I'll do my team. I'll do my team. So I was looking at there, there's obviously the, the, the mind goes immediately to uh, if you say, I want you to place a team futures bet. Mm -hmm. The mind immediately goes to over unders on wins. Right. Right. And I looked at those and there were some good ones for sure, but I wanted something a little more. 
I just wanted to see if there would be something that felt like I was getting crazy juice on it, you know? Word. And I found one. I looked on the tab of, uh, you know, teams to win the Super Bowl. Okay. Ooh, and I just Super feel Bowl like, future coming out of the gate here. Yeah, Super Bowl Brother? future coming out of the gate. And I don't really think this is like, this is not the most likely outcome. Like, this team is probably not going to win the Super Bowl. But, like, nice. They, nice, nice little, <laughs> nice little feel for everyone listening. Thinking well, about, if, oh, well, everyone's if, all excited. Like, oh, who am I putting my money on this year? Oh, they're not going to win. Well, no. I mean, obviously, they're probably not going to win, or else they would be like minus 800, right? I'm, I'm busting. Or, or at least here. minus minus 150, right? Um, no. Uh, they are most likely not going to do it. But of any of the teams that are anywhere near that area of like in terms of the juice, they have the best chance by far. And so I really like this bet. Um, you know, it's a it's a it's a it's a coach who is amazing. He's been there before. He's done this. Uh, it's one of the I don't know two best defenses in the NFL. Um, and it's an offense that is going to be helmed by a much better quarterback. I think the Rams at plus 1500 to win the Super Bowl is like really, really good bet. Like I, I don't really think they're going to win this. Like they're not like that likely to actually do it, but like plus <laughs> 15 marches the way, the way you're backing your bets is just, you know, I mean, I, I get it, I, I know it's speak... plus 50, but give me a little bit more confidence going into this. You, well, you know, this is my bet, but I don't think it's going to happen. But of course, I, I get it. Super Bowl bet. One, one of 32 teams. Yeah. Throwing a dart. I get it. Right. I have to admit, I don't like the coaches nearly as much as you. Okay. Well, let me just put it this way. I I don't like the co- I'll say it this way. I don't like the coach as much as you. I don't like the quarterback nearly as much as you. Like, way Is it because the coach is so handsome? It makes you mad? I don't think he's that handsome. He's yeah. really tiny. You get you know what I mean? Like, I yeah. might not be the best looking dude in the world, but fucker, I'm 6'5, all right? You could be good looking and five foot two, or, you know, mediocre at best and 6'5, okay? <laughs> but I got big hands. What's Sean McVay got? Well, did he play football? Probably. That's why he's a coach at such a young age. Anyway. Anyway, Rams let's talk plus- about your love for Matt Stafford and how ridiculous that is. You want to go to that? Although you did talk about him on the fantasy John, didn't you? I mean, he's always been he's always been pretty good. He was, uh, you know, kept under wraps before. We'll see if he gets unleashed or maybe Let's he... do a poll. Who's more handsome, me or Sean McVay? Right? Hey, you know what? I was going to end the show on this, but now you got me hot because you're coming at my physicality. So, <laughs> <laughs> so here's what I'm going to say. We were going to have a big announcement at the end of the show, but I'm just going to fucking say it now. You want to see how goddamn handsome I am? You want to see how just utterly in the doldrums David Woody's mug is? Well, guess what? <laughs> These motherfuckers got a Twitch page, okay? Twitch.tv slash jump the sharp. It is official. Go follow now. I mean, it was literally made a day ago. We are going to be doing some live, uh, I guess, episodes, for lack of a better term, but just live chit-chat. Uh, I believe we may they call be doing them it streams. Streams is a good word for that. Um, but yes, but for the record, we just are for on the Twitch. record to the audience. I never said anything about the way Brian looks. <laughs> All I that. said I was that McVeigh was handsome. No, and I, 
<laughs> so wait, you said he was good looking and yeah. I took it personally. Yep. <laughs> I need another brew. Oh, you know, we boy. need, we need something to break this up. Maybe a fucking five minute soliloquy. You know what I mean? Let's get well, getting a phone call live on air. Answer it and it, do speaker. No, it's, it's an amb- it's an emergency alert about the told you tornado. Which one's that? Flash flash flood or tornado yeah, warning? F- uh, this one's flash flood until for the next four hours. That's all right. You know, look, flood. At least it's not the tornado one. We wouldn't be want to be doing a show while there's spinning. Oh, I got it too. I got it too. There we go. Here, let me try and there it is. Right. That's a horrible sound. It's such a bad sound, especially when it's in the middle of the night. God damn. I hate yeah. uh, anyway. Oh, it's awful. But uh, yeah. So, I mean, like I said, I'm going to do what, what What am I drinking during this one? But no, we want to thank everybody who's who's sending in some futures right now. Let's send it over to our boy at the Glass Cannon Network, Joseph O'Brien. Listen, folks, uh, we talked about the Glass Cannon before in the show. The single best, and this is not an opinion. This is fact. Single best tabletop gaming fucking conglomerate that you can find out there. If you guys are into D&D or anything like that, Pathfinder, all that jazz, these guys do it better than anybody. Role playing out the wazoo. Uh, super successful. The most successful in the world. Go ahead and search right now. I dare you. Google best tabletop gaming podcast out there. Glass Cannon Network is going to be the folks you'll find. Joseph O'Brien, our boy. Uh, right now in Atlanta as we speak. When you hear this show, Thursday night, the second, sold out show in Atlanta. Uh, Friday night, show in Atlanta. I don't know if it's sold out. I'm just saying sold out show in Atlanta. All right. And then Saturday, back here for a fantasy football draft. Let's rock and roll. Joseph O'Brien going to give us a heads up on his favorite NFL futures. Plural. Let's hear him. Yo, what up? Jump the sharp. What's going on, boys? It's your good buddy Joe over here at the Glass Cannon Network talking a little NFL futures. Uh, I'm excited with the season imminent, and I've got some bets here I've placed. I wanted to tell you guys about it, and uh, I don't know. Tell me what you think. See if you're interested at all. Uh, all right. Probably not, but I'm just going to run through them here. This is stuff I've actually placed money on recently on FanDuel. Uh, I figured I would just uh, lay it out for you. I'm going to give you two player props I did, uh, an NFC and an AFC Super Bowl winner, and then I'm going to give you mm. my what I'll call my Hail Mary, uh, which is my long shot that Plagiarized. I'm kind of excited about. So first off, let's do a couple player props. I like Kyler Murray over 624 and a half rushing yards on the season i don't know that number seems a little low to me so give me the over and then going on the under end of things give me ezekiel elliott under 1150 and a half Mm. rushing yards on the season i like the under here i'm not not a fan uh, of zeke going into this season i i uh, as you'll see soon i am Drinking a little of the preseason Kool-Aid. I think that he might have what it takes. But, man, I like the odds of of that going under 1,150 yards. There are so many potential ways that that could happen that I like putting my money on that. Let's talk Super Bowl. Super Bowl, I like to pick an NFC and an, uh, and an AFC team going into each year just uh, so, you know, you could uh, have one of each conference going into those finals there. And I don't like to take the absolute favorites, but I'm – I'm not really in for long shots either, so I kind of go in the middle, and that that's where I end up with my AFC team being the Buffalo Bills at plus 
1200 I like that number and who knows this is something it feels like could never happen for people of our lifetime or my lifetime I should say um, but maybe the Buffalo Bills pull it out uh, uh, I think it could happen. They've got a great squad. I love their coach, and so we'll see. And then on the NFC end of things, at plus 1,500, I'll take the L.A. Rams. I mm. think that there's uh, a chance they could pull it off. It's it's a long shot. I know they got a long uh, and, and tough Ugly fight, coach. especially in that division, but... You know, it could happen. They've got a coach that's been there before and Ugly. wants to wants to get it for himself. Uh, and with Matt Stafford there, I don't know. I'm excited about what's happening. Now let's get on to the Hail Mary end of things. The thing that I think is a long shot, but uh, I don't know. I look across at a lot of the numbers on this stuff, uh, at least in terms of possibilities, potentialities, combined with the way other things are rated. And... Um, I don't know. I come up with this. Now, listen, this little preseason uh, Kool-Aid, I'm, I'm drinking it, okay? I'm taking it. It's delicious. I'm drinking it down. It is what oh, it is. But when I look you. at numbers like, uh, so this is a player prop uh, combining quarterback and receiver. This is what we're talking about here. So when I look at numbers like Joe Burrow, 30-plus passing TDs, and Jamar Chase, 1,000-plus receiving yards, I'm like, well, I mean, that's... We'll see if that happens. I don't know. And that's plus 380. You got Jalen Hurts, 4,000-plus passing yards, and Devonta Smith, 1,000-plus receiving yards. I would not bet on that. And that's plus 450. I'm like, okay. You know what? At plus 750, seems a little long. But give me this. Zach Wilson, 25-plus TDs, and Corey Davis, 1,000 yards. I don't know, man. Mm. It seems like they're connecting a lot early, and uh, maybe I'm jumping the gun a little bit here. But at plus 750, and he only needs 25 TDs, rookie season, maybe everybody doesn't have him pinned down yet. I don't know. Could be a fun one. And uh, I don't know. I'm up here in New York, so every once in a while it's fun to kind of root for the Jets. All right, guys, uh, that's going to do it for me. Thanks for having me on. Enjoy the rest of the show. I can't wait to hear everybody else's picks. Take it easy, guys. I'm out. How fucking cool was that? That was awesome. Now, just to that last one there, the thing is that I would need it more than plus 750. I, I get it, but I would need more than that. Well, it's a Hail Mary one, but I, I like how he picked exactly what you picked. And yeah. instead of you like applauding that, you just dig them right out. You're like, fuck that last pick. It was junk. No, great minds on the Rams pick. And then uh, and then I, I liked that Bills pick, too. I actually I considered that Bills pick all day over the Rams. Pick, I, almost con- I almost considered that one, too, by the way. Also... What it would stayed on my cutting room floor is that Kyler uh, over rushing yards. Yeah, I really dude. contemplated. I literally, I remember walking up my steps to my house today with that in my head, and I was going, Kyler Murray. What like what? What is that? Like sixty yards a game? Like fucking so, right. So I googled it. So he did. He's played all sixteen games the last two years. Mm-hmm. As a rookie in twenty nineteen, he had a lot more rushing yards than he did last year. He had no. No. Fewer. He had 544 rushing yards. Okay. Last year, 819. Oh. I love this bet because I think he's probably going to get close to 1,000. I think he can only go what? up. I think he can only go up from last year. I think he gets 900 this year. It's amazing. Joey yeah. O.B. from the Glass Cannon I mean, did podcast. Did you watch? Have so you fucking watched, awesome. Have you watched this guy run? I mean, Joey O'Brien, yeah, I, it's not pretty. <laughs> no, I mean, no, that's dad running. I'm yeah. talking about. Yeah. Uh, I'm I talking about him running a beer. 
Murray, yeah, yeah, running, running down, running down, down to the, wet. the concession stand to get his chicken fingers, you know. <laughs> but no, uh, no, Kyler Murray. I mean, um, he big I'm, fan of that one. When he gets out in space, man, I mean, I don't know. He takes those like really short steps. He takes a billion of them, you know. Yeah, big fan of that one. The Zeke one, big fan of too. Like, um, not a look. We had our our our, our friends on the women camp parlay, big cow, uh, Cowboys fans, and I always like to, you know, be anti bullish on that just to be a dick. But uh, I just have to be honest. I just don't. I think the whole Zeke. Look at my. I got, I got a fucking twelve pack now. Like, okay, great. That doesn't mean shit. Um, I think Tony Pollard is actually really good, and I think that you are going to score touchdowns this year, Zeke. But I don't think that you're going to get a shit ton of yardage. That's where I'm at on that. So I agree Absolutely. with Joey. The we, first two big time. Love the Bills one. Not fi- not fine that the Rams this year. Uh, and yeah, I mean, Zach Wilson looked like a, a preseason darling. Uh, Corey Davis looks like a preseason fucking MVP. That always that doesn't always pan out to make dough. So I'm out on that one. But Joey, badass shit. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, awesome. I love it, Joe. I, and uh, and even though I slide that seven fifty, it is kind of nice. And honestly, maybe it maybe it just took. Corey Davis, five years to put it together, you know? Maybe. Just like it took Doriel Green Beckham. I mean. Um, so I want to let everybody know the reason why I and Dave are reacting live while some of these sound drops are being played and the the uh, clips that we're playing from these awesome people that took time to help us out this week uh, is because I made it a note as I w- was putting it in a system to turn my speakers down, you know, and then and, and, and keep them as sound clips. Because I, as, as Woody and I do, we don't like anything pre-produced. I like everything to be legit. First time I hear it, and that was and that was uh, great stuff by that was awesome, Joe Joseph O'Brien of the uh, Glass Cannon uh, Network. Please, go, guys, go go give him a follow at Glass Cannon Pod. Don't miss out on anything they do because even if it's not like what I'm telling you about their, their their stuff might not be your style, they're the best in the world at what they do, and it's entertaining as shit no matter what. So and also they that they make like seven different shows. Like I would guess that even if you don't think as I didn't before I started listening to them, if you don't think that role playing is for you, I've never done it. I don't know anything about it, but like you will find one of their shows and I don't know which one, it would depend on you. One of them is gonna like resonate with you and you're gonna be like, I love that show. And, and no matter what, at least a character will. Yeah, for they, sure. They, they have people that really dive deep into it, and they have people from all walks of life, celebrities, and the whole nine guys. That's well they're said. Celebrities too. Fuck, you're totally ass. right. But um, yeah, you know they have seven different shows, one for each touchdown Zach Wilson will throw this year. Um, <laughs> so, Woody, what do you think your play? Do you want to do your play or your hail mary? You got to save yeah. the hail mary. No, to the I'll end, do. Right? Yeah, we got to save the game. Yeah, we got to save the hail mary to the end. Let's do an individual play. Oh, you know what? Did I not do my team? I didn't do my team. You haven't done yours yet. How about I do that real quick? Please. And then we'll and then we'll 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 we'll, 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 we'll both we'll both do yeah. All right, I I, I look I, I got a, I got a little overzealous here. I, I not only did I do one, but I did an honorable mention. Okay, I'm really excited. It's football season. Fucking right, team. You've heard us talk about the Niners. I'm not even going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I wasn't going to like. Hey, everyone that watched or listened to last week's show, be like, okay, here comes you know Hollywood and and, and the Woodman with a bunch of Niners shit. Nope, you're not going to hear me talk about that team at all. Love them. They're, you know, I'll take, I'm, I'm going to be placing bets on over the wins. I even have a Trey Lance MVP bet. Blah, blah, blah. We'll talk about that. Um, team bet. Another team I dig big time. 
but I don't know how much it will come to fruition. But I just think defensively stacked out the wazoo. Offensively, kind of like coming around the mountain when she comes, just needs someone to help put it together. And could Teddy Bridgewater be the person that mm. really makes this team? Like, look, Teddy Bridgewater's good, really good, above average quarterback. Is he the best? No. Is he good? Yes. Could he help young wide receivers like Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy and Tim Patrick and shit like that? And Noah Fant, tight end. And uh, and then you got the, the – uh, the uh, what's his face? Uh the dude from North Carolina, Devontae Williams or the, the running back? Javante. Javante. It was Avante with a, a syllable in before before it. I knew that. But I'm talking about the Denver Broncos, ladies and gentlemen. Now, this is not a Super Bowl bet because I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl. What I do think is I do think that they're going to surprise some people, and I think they're going to make the playoffs this year. And this might not blow your fucking socks off, but we're not here. Like, Not all of these are Hail Mary bets. It's a plus 156 right now for the Broncos to make the playoffs. And you got to look at it two ways. Here's the thing, folks. Let's look at this two ways. On, on one way, you got to look at it. Wow, uh, plus 156. I'm getting 1.5 times my money. That's how I look at it. The second way you got to look at it is, wait a second, plus 156. That actually, I don't think that sounds like enough. Like, I think the Broncos to make the play. They weren't that good last year. I think the Broncos to make the playoffs, that should have been like plus 250, plus 300, right? No, because they're a lot better of a team than you fucking think they are. Yeah. And they're going to make the playoffs. They're better than the Chargers. I know people – the Chargers are like everybody's Cinderella Super Bowl pick this year, Justin Herbert. I told you he was one of my possible fantasy MVPs. I think he's going to be a beast. I don't see Keenan Allen like being a beast, though. I think Justin Herbert will be a beast on his own. Austin Eckler doesn't get anything done at the goal line. They got to find a big boy to get in there. They might. They have a pretty good defense, but the Denver Broncos have a terrific offensive line and a stupendous secondary. Kyle Fuller and then Patrick Sertan. Come on now. Give me the Broncos, man. Vic Fangio, not a fan of him as a coach. He's a lot older, a lot better looking than me uh, for being saggy. But uh, no. Could you imagine Vic, Vic Fangio being voted handsomest coach in the league? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, give me the Broncos plus one fifty six. Let me sneak something in. I'm gonna do a quick one. Ready for that? No, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna sneak it in real quick. Honorable mention: worst record in 2021. If I told you there was a team that's putrid, putrid, David Woody, junk, piss, puke. Okay, can I? I'm just gonna get to it. At plus eleven hundred. Mm. Would that raise those bunny ears a little bit, right? Yeah, it sure would. Big time. Let me just ask you a question. Could the Cincinnati Bengals finish with the worst record in the league this year? Um, based on their offensive skill positions, no. Based on, that is exactly but, why they will. But based on their offensive line, which is the worst, the, the worst in the NFL, Correct. Check and, their, mark. and their defense, which is truly terrible. Correct. Check mark. Yeah, they could finish. As and a running team. back who doesn't give a fuck after week seven when they're out of it, when they're one and six, Joe Mixon's checked out. Even if he doesn't, he has no line to open up any holes for him. What's he going to do? Where should have fucking go? drafted Panay Sewell like we all they said. Really needed a, they really needed a lineman about as badly as you can. Yeah. Jamar yeah. Chase at dickheads laying hands on ladies and can't fuck. He catches more ladies' hair weaves than he can a fucking goddamn <laughs> football. And it's bullshit. 
<laughs> and you got like Tyler Boyd's the best player on that team, bar none. Fucking no, no tight end to speak of. No, like Joe Burrow, by the way, is a quintessential bust. He's you think, a bust. You think he's he going to be not like, an NFL quarterback? We'll when, remember when, him in the, when he walks in a room. Do you think people go, "Holy fuck, that's future MVP of the NFL, Joe Burrow"? You know what probably, I mean? Probably not. I thought he looked okay uh, last year until he got hurt. I thought when Trey Lance walks in a room, do you think people go, "Holy fuck, that, that that's a future MVP"? Well. Like I'm just saying, that's two. That, that's one year difference. An example. I when Trevor Lawrence works in a room, do you think yeah. people go, "That's a future MVP"? Yeah, Trevor Lawrence or like Josh Allen, like they might be like, "That's what I mean." Yeah, but when when Joe Burrow walks in a room, people are like, "Yo, go get your cigar and sit in a room and be quiet." Yeah. Anyway, Cincinnati Bengals worst record plus eleven hundred. Actually, that's really good odds. Yeah, I like that. That's All good right. juice, man. All right. Let's get to another uh, another. Oh wait, do you have? Do you want to do a player? No, let's hold that. Hold no, it. You play another clip, then we'll both do our individual players. The favorite of the Women Can't Parlay podcast, Muscles Marinara, has joined us. He was with us back on our NFL draft preview show. The best. Uh, yeah, best. he it was the Russell, aka Muscles Marinara, brought forth some amazing information. Uh, and just great analysis for that NFL draft preview. Can't wait for next year. He'll definitely be back on. But for now, and forgive me for doing this, but I said, yo, go ahead, send a voice recording, and he did, and I went ahead and threw it in uh, our our editing program here. So it might not be as crisp as the rest, but nevertheless, it's our boy Russ, a.k.a. Muscles Marinara, with his Futures Bet of the Year. Let's hear it. Hey, guys, this is Muscles Marinara. Uh, my favorite future this season is Jets new receiver Corey Davis to get over 825 yards receiving. Oh, my Last word. Last season with the Titans, Davis had close to 1,000 yards as a second receiving option behind A.J. Brown. He'd only have to average 49 yards a game over 17 games to get that number. Only downside to this bet is it's minus 134 on FanDuel currently. 825 yards this season is very achievable even with a new team and a rookie QB. One long shot I like this year oh. is Chase Young to win Defensive Player of the Year at plus 1,100. Young's defensive stats were very similar to perennial favorite Aaron Donald, with the exception of sacks. Donald had 13.5, Young had 7.5. But I don't think Young will have any issues getting into double-digit sacks this season. He's a beast and will wreck offensive game plans this mm. season. Russell, that was fucking awesome. Well said, dude, by the way. Kudos to you, badass. The Corey Davis love is just palpable this uh this episode here. Four years um, four years ago I would have been with you guys. Um, you know, uh He brings a good point though. What did he say? It was like forty some yards a game? Just yeah, yeah. Game? He only needs forty some yards a game. Like I totally uh, uh love uh Russ's pick there. Eight hundred and twenty five yards over. Like, yeah, yeah, he can definitely do that. Come on. Uh, and then the other one was um, Dude, Chase Young, a Chase plus eleven hundred for a uh, defensive player of the year. That's not bad That's at all. That's really good. That's if really the Redskins good. win this division, that very well may hit. And not just because he did it, but obviously he'll play seventeen most likely, and their offense will do enough. But when your offense does enough, your defense wants to play that much more. And as we said, he was the defensive rookie of the year last year. So we're getting some <sighs> defensive. Uh, 
props here, which I wasn't expecting, but I'm very pumped. No, it's fun. Very pumped. Yeah. Let's do our players here, Woodman. What, what do you got? Okay. So I have... Thank you, Russell, by the way. At Fifth Floor Felons, if anybody wants to follow that bad boy. Killing it on the baseball uh, parlays. Yes, he's been uh, doing a lot impressive. of baseball pars. Yeah. Knows his football. He's My good, man, man. Fans, Muscle Mariner. Thank you, brother. For sure. Uh, so my individual uh, bet, a uh, futures bet, is on DK Metcalf. That's not going to surprise anyone. It's him to lead the NFL in receiving yards. Hmm. Um, I think last year he was fourth. Pretty sure that's right. We could look it up. I'll do th- it as you speak. He only needs to take like a small step forward, right? And I get plus 1300 on this bet. Hmm. I really like that. He was one, two, three, four, five. So he was seventh. Okay. Yeah. Diggs, Kelsey. When yardage, Diggs, Kelsey, Hopkins, Jefferson, Ridley, Adams, Metcalf. Okay. How about that? Fucking Kelsey second. Plus 15. What was it? Plus what? Plus 1300. 1300. I you really love yourself some DK. Yeah, I, I just him. think he can break. I the wanted league. him so bad out of Ole Miss, and we didn't draft him because whatever, dude smoked weed or some stupid shit that people always pass on guys for, like Warren Sapp and stuff like that. Like just, just take the talent that is oozing out. DK was we picked fucking Arthaga Whiteside, fucking idiot. Um, it's really upsetting. Junk, man. And DK has just been a beast, an absolute beast. And I have touted him from Ole Miss. I loved AJ Brown at Ole Miss too. That one year they're both there. I was like these, these guys, unbelievable. They're both so big and fast, big time. Uh, but DK is uh, yards wise, touchdowns wise. I'd say yeah, okay, maybe he has the ability to do so. Yards wise, I don't know. Sometimes he puts up a two hundred game, and then sometimes he does the thirty three game. You know what mm. I mean? Mm. I don't know how much that is their offensive game plan or offensive coordinator, Russell Wilson himself, blah, blah, blah. Having a guy like Lockett on the other side, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I, I think it's not – I mean, I might put 10 bucks on it to win a buck 30. That's not too shabby, right? But I like it better than I like the Rams pick, I'll tell you that. <laughs> All right, you haven't loved either of my picks. That's okay. haven't loved it yet, but I, I do, I do love think you're gonna, I, I think you're going to love my long shot, but what I want you to do is – I want you to give us an individual player first. Then I want to listen to another clip, and then we'll do the long shots. Oh, fucking A. Our producer here, David Woody, and I love it. God, I love when you tell me what to do. Player. Who did I talk about a lot, or at least gave as my fantasy MVP on the fantasy show last week? Ladies and gentlemen, if you remember, really, really on board with Lamar Jackson this year. Like, big time on board with Lamar Jackson, and especially... A, a combo pick here. I'm going to give an honorable mention pick that has to do with him as well. So I'm giving you two Lamar Jackson-based picks. The one I like best is what I'm going with first. Over 32 and a half passing slash rushing TDs this year. Okay? So that means 33 or more touchdowns by Lamar Jackson. That technically, in a 17-game season, means two. Two a game. Can he get to a game that has nothing to do with some other person running in the ball? Guess who just they just lost for the fucking year? They're starting running back. Great. Gus Edwards has talent. He does. Uh, after that, who? Okay. They might bring in who? 
don't know, Todd Gurley? What the fuck? Who cares? So, and Todd Gurley's not coming, by the way. Lamar Jackson is going to have the most r- rushing touchdowns on that team. And he's going to, th- uh, believe it or not, he's going to throw touchdowns. Mark Andrews is going to have double digits touchdowns. Uh, Hollywood Brown's probably going to have about eight. Okay. There's also other people that play on that team that are going to have a few. So he's going to rush in and be and be uh, responsible for a, at least one. That's what I'm going to tout here. At least one rushing touchdown and one passing touchdown per game. Mm. Okay. Wow. I mean, he might not. He not, might not run in 17. I'm just saying he needs to. He himself needs to be responsible for two a game. How many games is he going to put up? Five. Four or five games this year, he will be yeah, responsible for five touchdowns. Yeah. So you're telling me the 33 isn't it, that thing might be fucking passed in week 11. Well, you know, I, I guess. This dude, I mean, what did he have last year? Three, so it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't you matter. Don't care. I don't care. It last year was was one of those years that makes me salivate as a fantasy football player. As someone who says this is so amazing, this guy went first overall in in the leagues like ours that are not quarterback heavy. That say I'll wait to the fifth and the sixth round to start drafting the Patrick Mahomes of the world, which will blow other people's minds as far as fantasy. But even in our league, Lamar Jackson is getting drafted first overall. And then it's like, dude, what are you doing? Like, no. But now all of a sudden it's back to earth. What did I just get him last week in one of ours in the fifth round, I believe, in a keeper you, league? You did. And I'm super pumped. This dude. Oh, yeah. You got to steal. Two years ago when he won the MVP, he had 36 uh, passing touchdowns. I mean, well, wait, that might have been total touchdowns. That had to have been. He couldn't have thrown a fucking 36. If he, if he threw 36 passing touchdowns, this is easier than I thought. But nevertheless, I really feel good about it. Do a little bit of honorable mention. By the way, that's only at minus 112. I'm sorry, that's at minus 126. So that makes me feel even better. Like I was talking about one of my picks. I'll take the juice because it makes me feel better. Give me the more juice because you think that I'm going to win, motherfucker. Honorable mention, I do think the dude's going to run his little ass off. Uh, he had over 1,000 rushing yards two years ago. He's going to – it's, it's, the over-under is 900, 900.5. So he's got to get over 900 yards. 901 yards will make him uh, – uh, so that this – I was – juggling this between the Kyler run. Which one do I want to do? Which one do I want to do? Yeah. And then I saw that total touchdowns one. I was like, that's what I want to do. Might as well make the honorable mention about the same cat. Over 900 and a half rushing yards. It's that minus 112. That's the honorable mention. But the one I fucking love, over 32 and a half total touchdowns, passing and rushing. Hmm. Giddy up. Now, let's have one more. Amazing guest here, and you guys might recognize that voice because this dude was uh, prevalent on our fantasy show last week, our boy Luke Patrick from the All About Reality podcast at FantasyDocOC on Twitter. is our boy Luke Patrick with a futures bird. Let's see what he's got to say. All right, sports fans. This one goes out for Hollywood and Woody. When you're placing bets, you got to go with what you know, and Fantasy Doc Ock knows specifically fantasy players to target, and if anything, knows the home team, Minnesota Vikings. Mm. The late-breaking news of Irv Smith's injury that takes him out largely for the season wipes away a significant target share in the Minnesota Vikings offense. It also vaults Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson into a position where they're smash bets to go over in the betting sportsbooks. Particularly Adam Thielen is even odds for over under nine touchdowns. I would take the over on that. And he's 
you can get significantly better odds for over a thousand yards. That's the bet that I would make. Look up Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson with the narrow target tree in Minnesota. And if you want to get really fun, get after the prop of Justin Jefferson to lead the NFL in receiving yards. Wow. That's much more of a long shot. But if you want to play it safe, get after Adam Thielen over on yards and over on touchdowns in the Minnesota offense that's desperate for pass catchers. Interesting take there. Thank you, Luke. And by the way, I always, I'm always saying Fantasy Doc OC. It's Fantasy Doc Oc, like Dr. Octopus, I guess. My man Pots and Pants. Yeah, Luke. although it's, I think it does stand for O'Connell. So, you know, you're... Yeah. My man Pots and Pants. Yeah. Beautiful thing. The Thielen pick, I like a lot, dude. I've really been... I mean, I haven't, like, told you about this, like, at our drafts or anything, but I feel like Adam Thielen's going to have a little bit of a rejuvenation yeah. this year. Yeah, he's definitely a forgotten man this year. Yeah, and the over 1,000 yards, over nine touchdowns, I wouldn't be shocked if he hits on both of them. The Justin Jefferson thing, I think a sophomore slump is intact, but not in a bad way, not like he's not worth – he might not be worth where he's going, but I could see Adam Thielen be overall – like, look, would it shock you, Woodman, if I said Adam Thielen has a better year than Justin Jefferson? Well – I don't expect that to happen. I understand, but it shock you. It's not shocking. See, that's how I look at fantasy. If it would, if you would, if you would honestly say no, that doesn't shock me. Then maybe there's when there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah, for sure. But uh, but so I love the Thielen picks. Jeff, Jefferson will lead the 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 NFL meds of meds, but uh, nevertheless, Luke, my man, Luke Patrick from All About Reality Podcast at Fantasy Doc Ock. Our boy, thank you so much, and once again, thank you for your time last week. We look forward to many more. Uh, excursions with you, my friend. Um, all these folks that have joined us as guests are brought to you. No, I'm kidding. We don't have sponsors. Um, can you can most likely find brought one to you by day? Manwich. Man, wow. <laughs> oh mercy. Uh, you can most likely find one day on our Twitch page, ladies and gentlemen. Twitch.tv slash jump the sharp go ahead and send a follow over there create an account on twitch if you don't have one backslash manwitch yeah i mean remember they said forward slash and it was backslash support our sponsors and manwitch came in and it threw us all off hey man we have two more props to get to before we get the fuck out of here and we want to do our hail mary you know what i love about like i literally just told friends of the show hey let me know if you want to be on, on, on board with this. That's awesome. We would appreciate it. Just give us your favorite uh, NFL futures prop. And like people took the reins and ran with it. Gave us some Hail Mary. It seems like, the, you know, a lot of people were like, let's do some Hail Mary ones. And yeah, and, and I just love the way everyone brought forth that information. Couldn't thank everybody enough for every second that that took for you guys to go out of your way to do that. Thank you so much. Once again, uh, we're going to go ahead and do a couple Hail Marys before we get out of here this week. Woodman, very curious. You know what? Let me do mine first because I think I might have said it before. And I want to end the day on yours. And I know mine, you, you told me the odds of yours, but you didn't tell me what it is as we never want to know as before we go live. Mine's a lot more odds-wise, but I think I've mentioned it on the show. And I'm going to go ahead and throw value menu tag on this bad boy. This is a value menu, Hail Mary, NFL futures bet. There's a guy I love, and I've loved ever since he's been in the league. And it's for an MVP. And normally you think quarterback, and I get it. But every now and again, running backs have won the MVP, especially when they're in a situation where they lose an MVP-style quarterback, but you have another quarterback that is not even close to an MVP but is an offensively-minded 
And look, all quarterbacks are. But I'm saying can put up big numbers and can help a running back be a beast. And that's the uh, New Orleans Saints running back, Alvin Kamara, okay? This guy has the talent to be the best player in the league. Uh, is, is definitely a top five running back. Jameis Winston winning that job solidifies this as a tremendous money-making possibility for MVP futures bet because this guy can easily, easily put up a thousand and a thousand. Okay, look out, Jamal Charles. I'm telling you, he could. It could happen again. He could do it. He could do a thousand rushing and a thousand receiving. And if he does, guess what, motherfuckers, MVP. And what 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 price do you have to pay? How about fucking put a ten dollars spot on this cat to win MVP and win twelve hundred bucks plus twelve thousand? Alvin Kamara, twelve thousand plus twelve thousand to win MVP on FanDuel as we speak. Oh a God. fucking 10 spot. Don't even know what president that is. Fucking Sean McVay's face on that bill, for all I know, for to win 1200 bucks. Badass. Alvin Kamara, MVP. That's my Hail Mary. 12000 Plus 12 foul dog. Jeez. All right. Well, for the record, it's better than mine. <laughs> well, not, no, not better. If mine, if mine loses and yours wins, guess what, Bubba? Or, That's or, right. That's brubba. right. Good point. Good point. Guess what, brother? Hashtag yeah. brother. So I've got a, I've got a, I'm sorry. Is it my turn? Fucking right. It is. Yeah. So I do have a rookie running back here. Uh, uh, running back is uh, one of those positions that's similar to uh defensive end linebacker, offensive lineman. You know, there are some positions on the field where rookies can have an immediate impact and they really do not need to learn a lot of other stuff they didn't know before when they come into the league. They can just hit the ground running and just play. Totally. You know, uh, famously receiver, tight end, quarterback are not those those positions. You need you just need reps. You need time, you know, yeah, doing those absolutely. things. So, so if you wanted to choose an offensive rookie of the year, I think it would make a lot of sense to choose a running back or, uh, you know, one of those other positions I mentioned that, 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 that doesn't have that long, uh, steep learning curve. Trey sermon. Oh my goodness. Which I know You're we've talked cool. about it. At no- I hope so. I just drafted. Him well, we've talked about it at nauseum too, because of the Niners, but again, just, to, just bears repeating one, one sentence on it, which is that in my opinion, from what I see, especially in 2018 and 19, you know, last year was a little off. Every, the whole offense just kind of didn't work, but yes, but 2018 and 19, you saw with the Niners, I thought, the most innovative, effective, interesting, intricate, and like powerful running attack. Yeah, Kyle Shanahan's got a mind on He's it. He's got a mind on it. And like he has a way of just getting his running backs in a position to succeed. And I think it's my opinion that. Raheem Mostert is just a guy. He's not bad. He's not terrible. He's explosive, he's just, injury prone. There's there's pluses and minuses. And he doesn't he doesn't run with much power. He doesn't catch it. You know, there's a lot of things he doesn't really do. He can be explosive, and he can once he gets ahead of steam, he's tough to catch. He's 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 not bad, but he's just a guy. 
And I think that, uh, and I don't know anything about Trey Sermon from my own eyes because I haven't seen him play because I don't watch college sports. But I am told by people smarter than me who've watched every play he ever took in college that he can fucking play, that he's good as hell, that he's really good. <laughs> now, if that's so what's true, the actual bet that he's going to lead offensive the- rookie of the year. Oh, okay. All right. Well, look, we got some. Oh, I love these offensive rookie of the year, and it's two thousand plus two thousand plus two thousand. And I love it because I just took this mofo because of what you said. So let's go, David. You, you've sniped me. I sniped you the pick before you, and then you picked the guy. I wish I w- I'll trade you right now, live on the air. Gus, no, wait. I want to trade sermon. For I would do it. If it. this I'd wasn't a keeper league, I would make that I would trade. Fucking do that, Gus Edwards. I, I drafted just to let you guys know after the the fantasy. Uh, you had him as your fantasy MVP or was a breakout or, uh, yeah, like a breakout. I think it was a breakout. I think it was breakout. Uh, and a sleeper, I believe fantasy sleeper. And, uh, it was sleeper. That's it. Yep. And I, and I took him the pick before you in our draft last weekend. You you were not a happy camper. And, and I couldn't help myself because RB was shot. And then in, in detest, you were so upset. You started like searching on your phone for like running backs. And that's when we found out that J.K. Dobbins' knee blew up. And you said, oh, well, then let me just step right in here and take Gus Edwards, la di da di da and it worked out for you. That's good if it value. wasn't a keeper league, I would offer you. Uh, beautiful thing, though. Offensive rookie. We got defensive rookie of the years, offensive rookie of the years, fucking uh, over-under rushing yards, just Super Bowl winners, unbelievable Fun stuff. picks, fun picks. This fun picks. Good. And you know what? I'm, I'm so happy I, we, we didn't like pre-produce that and let's do it, let's do it before everybody's uh, clips because it really shows the knowledge of the Jump the Sharp alum that we've had on this show. And we're so thankful for all the relationships we've made on this show. And we really appreciate everybody's time for, for helping us with this week's episode. And we hope uh, that the listeners out there, we hope you guys enjoyed it because we certainly have. It's been one of my favorite shows and I can't wait. Next week, we're, we're like... We're in it, man. We're back to where we started. And where we started in week seven of last year with episode number one was when we just started making money, especially in football. Like, let's fucking go. I hope you guys are down. I hope this week in college we pay off. I hope the fucking baseball picks from Woody pay off. And But next week we know. Yo, welcome back to Hail Mary Parlay. Let's welcome back that easy fucking teasy, Woodman. Yeah, and I would just say to the audience, like, you know, like baseball's tough, right? Like, hockey's tough. Like, some of these sports are tougher to bet, like, like, like it's like known in the industry, like within like the betting community, like it's known to be tougher. The NFL is it, it is tough, but at the same time, a smart there's a method man. There's a method, and smart betters can do pretty well. And often you'll see, you know, the quote unquote sharps. You know, it's Get the jumped. same. It's the same dudes every year that are making money betting the NFL, and it's they're famous, right? For doing, and something. we're gonna be two of those dudes and, soon, and, and, all right? And what I would say is like, especially on Twitch TV slash Jump the Sharp, you watch us this year, and you know, last week is like a norm is like a, you know, I went two and one, Brian went one and two. The next week is vice versa. It's tough to go much more than three and three. Some, you know, we do. We go four and two. We go five and one sometimes, but it's tough in baseball. Hey, listen, in, we had a streak there for a couple months that was badass. But we when did, it comes we, had, to football, we had a nice streak in baseball. But when it comes to football. We're pissed when we're not making money. Last year, if we didn't go four and two or better, I think that was only a 
couple weeks. Two and, or three, dude, can't count on one. Like it, it was. You count them on one hand. I mean, we pretty much always went four, two, or five and one. We were crushing NFL. I can't last wait. Year. I can't wait. I can't wait to get on that money making side out of the gate too. Like I'm fucking chomping at the bit. It's gonna be really Real good, quick, man. I just want to give you a little side note for that uh, Kamara plus twelve fucking thousand MVP. Listen, do me a favor. You hear it here first. Do not make a futures bet for an MVP, uh, an offensive MVP NFL award winner that is not either a quarterback or running back, okay? Do not do that because it's a wide receiver has never fucking won an MVP. That mm. is, I'm looking at it right now, never happened. Jerry quarterback, Rice, quarterback, quarterback Moss. Yeah, quarter, never. no, never, never. Nope. Mm. Quarterback has won four, four to one, you know, over running back, but still running back has the look. It's been quarterback the last like 10 years. But then before that was Adrian Peterson, uh, five years quarterback. Then it was LaDainian Tomlinson, Sean Alexander, a couple years running back, Marshall Falk, Terrell Davis, Barry Sanders, like running backs do win MVP awards and they get plus 12,000. Giddy up. Just don't go crazy and bet a wide receiver to win a fucking MVP. Because if a wide receiver is going to win an MVP, they're not because the quarterback they're throwing to them will. Yeah, yeah, you know? totally. Totally. Um, but yeah, you got anything else to say on the NFL and the futures market, my friend? I think that's it for now. Guys, thank you so much for everybody that took time to contribute to the podcast. And thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Anybody that's listening to us right now, we appreciate you. Follow us at Jump the Sharp. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll catch up with you next week. Peace.